0: Hey guys, welcome to Performance Medicine Audio. These are the conversations that make up our weekly doctor's note. Uh, Thank you guys for being here. I appreciate you diving deeper. Uh, Most of you are coming to this podcast from the email to learn more about whatever that doctor's note was on. Uh, This week it's on the Boston Heart Panel. And... Uh, what we wanted to do was basically give you a glimpse of how Dr. Rogers is looking at it and by doing that it might help you understand your panel better and thus uh, help you understand your health a little bit better. Uh, we dive deep into LDL and HDL particles and what he's looking at and why. Um, we also talk about cholesterol and how he decides whether or not a person should go on a statin. Um, anyways, I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Uh, thank you for being here, uh, and as always, we will see you next week. All right, here's the conversation. Doctor Rogers, mo- most of our patients know know a little bit about the Boston Heart Panel, in that it, you know it's a comprehensive metabolic um, panel that shows you most most everything that you would need to know about them um how would you go about interpreting um this panel if you could just walk us through that
1: well, it, it doesn't show everything I need to know about the patient. Um, of course, I get a history and get to know the patient. Um, but as far as a blood test goes, it it does allow me to really look into a, a person's metabolism, the risk factors for heart disease and stroke, diabetes, um, what their vitamin levels are, um, the fatty acid breakdown, all the hormone levels, thyroid, adrenals, um, Of course, the vitamin levels again. Um, Tests to determine whether or not uh, you should take certain cardiovascular medicines like um, uh, STAT, for example, or if you have a genetic defect called the MTHFR, a methylation defect. Um, Insulin levels, just tell me whether you're insulin resistant and what kind of uh, nutritional plan I would put you on. It also helps me determine um not only your cholesterol and good and bad cholesterols but also the size of the particles and the number of the particles which is very important i have a lot of people that come into me and they've been told to get on a statin by their doctor and they didn't want to get on the statin because they've read about all the side effects that it can cause and and so i will take their uh, boston heart panel and find that their cholesterol is kind of elevated maybe 250 or so but then when you look at the size of the particles and the size of the hdl and ldl and the inflammatory markers um then you realize there's no way this person should be on a statin because they're they're fine Um, Is, is
0: that what the size of the particles mainly tells you is is whether or not they should be on a statin
1: No, I mean, you got to consider a lot of things when you put somebody on a statin, like, do they have a family history of heart disease? Um, Are they a smoker? Do they have hypertension, diabetes? Are they obese? Um, But so there's a lot of factors. But the Boston Heart Panel gives me um, how big the HDL or protective particles are um, and how small and numerous the LDL particles are. Say your LDL, the bad cholesterol particles, um, are small, dense, and numerous. so are more likely to, um, evade or stick through your arteries and form plaque, which can then rupture and cause a heart attack. So a lot of it has to do with the size and number of the particles of that LDL, um, so I, I get a pretty good idea about a lot of this stuff um, and hopefully I can give you some good advice on whether or not um, you know you need to take a medicine for your cholesterol or just adjust your diet um, do, do you think the,
0: do you think the main value in the Boston heart is is just the combination of all this stuff or would you say like if there is there like one one reason someone should should get the Boston heart or one thing that they should get out of it
1: well, I don't think there's one thing. I think it's an overall picture of your health it's It's by far the best test I've ever run in thirty three years of practice uh, i I try to get everybody that walks in in any of my offices to get this test. It's really a no brainer. It's covered by insurance. If your insurance doesn't cover it, um, you still don't have to pay for it. It's just a, it's an amazing deal. Um, it's like free advice on what to do um it also you know because i do a lot of work with hormones male and female um it shows me in detail what those hormones look like how close a woman is to menopause you know whether a man has if he has a normal total testosterone he may have a real low free testosterone which is where the money is he may have a high sex hormone binding globulin it affects that um it tells me how close a woman is menopause and what the various hormone levels are dropping off at, like the progesterone, estradiol, testosterone, DHEA. It also includes men to adrenal health, um, calcium metabolism. Um, there's a PSA on there for men. Um, it's just a great test that um, really anybody who's comes in a office should take advantage of and
0: best practice and then i'll let you go best practice for the number of times you should get this test done do you think two times a year to where you can really see some improvement
1: you can actually get this test four times a year covered by your insurance um but i don't it just depends on Uh, how what the factors are usually if I have a lot of stuff going on with it I'll repeat it in about three or four months to see if they're improving and then some people just need it once a year and that's the only test they probably need so it's a great deal Ben
0: that's a great place to end Dr. Rogers I appreciate your time uh, and we'll see you again next Sunday night
1: all right thanks Ben
0: thanks bye